One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country, kind and decent people, people who really care about what's true, and a bunch of hilarious people also, a lot of those. It's gotta be the majority of the population, even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. Hey, everybody, here it is Friday. How you doing, Denise? I am awesome. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show today. TGIF. Yeah. No How'd you like hearing Tucker starting the show this morning? To give an explanation as to why we even started with this, if a lot of people do follow Tucker and they understand, this is a video from back about 10 months ago. This was right after he had gotten let go from Fox. And I wanted to bring up just that little point, that message there at the start of what he talked about, how when you check out, you know, when you finally just take a, a few days to get away from the noise, you find out how nice people are. You find out how genuine people are and how much you have in common with each other. And you just want to live happy, normal, productive, peaceful lives with each other. And also while you're checked out, you start to reflect and you begin to see just how stupid a lot of the debates are that you see on TV and a lot of the topics that you see and a lot of the things that the media tries to shove down your throat. Well, long story short, back when we began bouncing the idea around about doing a podcast and the message that we wanted to bring and the things that we wanted people to know and understand and, and join along with us in this, I remember seeing this, this video and he was right because the things that keep you over the target, keep you in trouble, so to speak, with our government or with that kind of thing is when you talk about the things that keep you over the target. Here they are. He mentions those six forbidden debates, the things we're not supposed to talk about. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic changes, natural resources, and the corporate power that literally controls our government. So thinking about that, war yeah you, you got to ask why don't they want you to talk about these things why yeah. what don't they want you why, why to can't expose? you talk about war what what is about war that that they don't want to hear they don't want us to continue to speak out and let people know that what we see now as far as what we consider war is nothing more than a vehicle to enrich the military industrial complex um, you know, my take on this is why is war even up there? Because as Americans, um, we're not at war with anybody. So we shouldn't even have a debate about war. So That's, we're helping people that are at war. Yeah. So we're not allowed to discuss helping people that are at war or the fact that we don't want to help people that are at war and spend our money on war. It, it's not so much that you want to help or you don't want to help or anything like that. The thing that they don't want you to discuss, I believe, is the fact that only Congress can declare war, but the president can authorize military operations, and that's the cycle. That's what we're into with this, Is 
And Eisenhower seen this coming back years ago. He warned of the military-industrial complex. As long as they got the president to sit there and authorize military operations, then that means they can spend more money. That means they can do they can do the things they want to do, and that we the people need to sit back here and just buy into the propaganda that what they're doing is a need for our country. Do we really need to be over there messing with Ukraine and Russia? No. No, we really we don't do need not. our no, our pride and not. joy over there either. They don't. Yeah, that's right. You know, we that's don't right. need them in any more senseless other people's wars. Exactly, not our wars. Exactly. And here, I, I think here's how I would be if, if if this was my call to make with it. You know, the only war that we have right now is the war on our border. Well, on our own border, that's true. and if we're going to do anything to show our sovereignty and if we're going to do anything to show our power and our strength then we need to go close our own border because until we do we show nothing there we go yeah next on the list is civil liberties yeah our civil liberties they're they're doing everything they can to take away your free speech yes they're doing everything they can to to have an unfettered access to illegal search and seizure look at the the illegal raids that they pull on people all the time all the time you know your fourth amendment's being violated your first amendment's constantly being violated due process due process can't speedy fast and speedy trials the eighth amendment's being violated Mm -hmm. with president trump right now you know you've got that going on you've got your um look look what's going on right now you got voting and primaries and everything and i can guarantee you that there are people out there not voting because guess what they don't trust that their civil liberties are being checked or at the voting at the vote booth exactly exactly you know? yeah i mean that i mean that is big yeah in my book the demographic changes that goes mm-hmm. back to the border you know that goes back to to the invasion that's going on in our borders changing our demographics yep and not just that when you really think about it when covid happened and all these crazy people, you know, decided to lock down their um, total states and ran all their people out of their states. That changed demographics. Well, sure it did. Sure it did. And for the better, too, in some instances. In some instances. And then in some instances in Texas, we got California yep. people. So, and, and for those of us that are Gen Xers, you know, even if there's some, some boomers still left around, we, we understand and, and we've seen a lot of this stuff happen throughout our entire lives we've seen this this is not these are things that are not just come up all of a sudden no you know these are the things things that we've we've been watching throughout the biggest change that i've seen and the biggest topic that i've seen was the emerging sciences you can't question the science trust the science trust Trust the the science science. trust the science you know know, like they were telling us our immune systems weren't working (laughs) during covid oh your immune system is not going to help you you need to take this vaccine instead yeah you know, so yeah, you know, do, do you really trust Mask the emerging work. science? Yeah. Because if that's the case, you know, when you think about emerging science, that's this AI coming out here. You know, do you trust AI? I don't trust any of the AI because you know what? They tell it what to say. Yeah. And the other thing they talked about was the natural resources. You know, why don't they want to talk? What, what's, what, what do you think over history? What do you think the, the biggest cause for a war was ever over natural, natural resources. resources. This group of people over here on this plot of land, looking over there at that group of people in their plot of land, that group of people has water. Yep. And that and, group of and people they don't over there share has those minerals. <laughs> well, yeah. And they don't want to share with you. And 
you don't want to share with them, but they want your stuff and you want theirs. And the next thing you know, somebody's fixing to have power and control over that. And that's all that right now natural resources is about. The natural resources leads back to the war, which leads to the power and control. Yes, which you know, leads to taking your civil liberties and emerging science because all those other things their that science they use. has yep. come up with the natural resource, of course. Yeah, but we're gonna the, go on. Yeah, because our powerful one here. Yeah, the last one that they talked about was corporate power. Corporate power. And if we don't see any bigger example of what's going on in our country, it's the corporate power takeover of our government. Yes, and we have Tucker, for example. You know, he was on Fox News. And then corporate power, the corporate government, he corporate everything. Against, he spoke out against them at Heritage. And what happened to him soon yep. after that? He's, Gone. Yep. He was taken off the air. Like he, Of course, he's even more popular now. But we had one that happened yesterday. Catherine Heritage from the CBS News got fired. She got fired last week. But we found out yesterday that they took all of her notes... Here we go. I have an article that I'm just going to go over a little bit of what they actually did to her. What what happened here? This is from The Hill. Jonathan Turley wrote this opinion article. So listen to this. There is trouble brewing at BlackRock, the headquarters of CBS, after the firing of Catherine Herridge, an acclaimed investigative reporter. Many of us were shocked after Her- Herridge was included in layoffs this month. But those concerns have increased after CBS officials took the unusual step of seizing her files, computers, and records, including information on privileged sources. Now, if anybody out there understands what just happened, this is big. The position of uh, CBS has alarmed many, including the unions, as an attack on free press principles by one of the nation's most esteemed press organizations. Yeah, it sounds like state-run media. That sounds like something the communists would do. Yeah, I mean, th- this has led to concerns about the source of the pressure. You know, he added that he had never seen a seizure of records from a departing journalist and that the move has sent a chilling signal in the ranks of the CBS. But see, not just CBS. This is across all media right now because they are already on the chopping block. There are people that are tuning out of mainstream media because they know it's all government run run anyway, you know. So CBS, who was the last really bastion for us to go to, to, you know, to listen to something that was real. But what she was looking into was Biden. She had many things on him and all of her notes and everything. I mean, it's just tra- totally crazy to me. Yeah. That they're covering up well, Biden's crimes. They arrested a whistleblower, but they arrested him and said that what he said was false just to give you that look of him being false when he was actually telling the truth. The message that they want to send you is, we're going to do these things. You're not going to say nothing about it. If you try to expose us, we're going to crush you. And that's their message. I got to ask one more thing when we talk about all of these different things and the powers. Who's got the most power in all of this? And never uses it? The way the, that we truly should. The, the people. The people. The people have the power to change Pe- these debates. People, They remem- have the power. Please remember, people, we've got the power. They don't. 
The only reason these people have power is because we told them they can have power. But you know what I believe it's time for us to do? It's time for us to stand up and go, you don't have that power anymore. That's we right. We have that power and we're taking it back. And that's what's been happening over the last three years. If you had noticed, the people are standing up. We, I mean, there are more and more people popping out of the workforce to take our country back. And this is what we're doing here on Is This Thing Working? We are working with everybody that we can to get the word out, to let you know that you have the power. You have the power to be engaged and to become informed yep. about what's going on. You know, Especially in your local community because, guys, that's where it's going to change. The leftists and the radicals and the communists have come after the the. The corporations, they've captured them. They've come after the government. They've captured them. They've captured them at the national level. Mm -hmm. They've captured them at the state level, and they're coming for the local level. Don't let them do this to us. And they're, they're capturing all of our legislators, all of our justices and judges. You know, they they use fear tactics, and like like they have done with, Car with Catherine Herridge, they're going to ruin her life. Or they're going to do the best they can to ruin her and everything about her. If if you notice anyone that is going through this, you stand behind them 100%. You know, push them out, you know, because they try to cancel and we want to uncancel them. Well yeah, and, and even with her, I wouldn't put it past them to, to seize all of that stuff and try to find some way that she broke a law so that they mm -hmm. can lawfare and bring her out in front of people and publicly and take everything she her. has, every yep. penny she's ever made same game from doing they, her job. And that's the thing, guys, the same game that they pulled with President Trump. If they can do it to him, they can do it to me. They can do it to you, and mm -hmm. they will. Eventually, and they, will. they will come after us. They will. We're, so, we're next. So just a reminder, everybody... This is what it's leading to. Primaries are happening right now. Yeah, and can I say this before you, you go get going? right ahead. Our only last defense that we have right now that is civilized is the voting booth. That is the last thing we got. Yes, it is. To fight with. So it's day four of voting here in East Texas or in Texas all the way around. You know, but in um, South Carolina, they only have one day to vote in the primary, which I'm jealous and it's tomorrow. Everybody go out and vote in South Carolina, and then we'll find out by the evening that President Trump won South Carolina. Maybe Nikki, <laughs> maybe Nikki will just leave because she's such a little I think the, barking dog. I think, <laughs> the, I think the only question will be how many points will he win by? Right. Yeah. I know. I know. That's going to be uh, the media thing, you know. Oh, well, if he gets under, if he gets like 49%, the media is going to be like, he isn't going to be president. Da, da, da. It's going to be a big deal. Anyway, so now we'll get back to <laughs> reminder. I want to remind you about what we talked about yesterday on yesterday's show and read the email from the Denton ISD school email. Mrs. Lou John wrote this email and sent it out massively. Was she the one that wrote it? Because I still can't I still can't make the tie with Brian Bowman at, at Dyball Independent School District. Um yes. Okay. It is from her Lindsay Luan. From her sent out a mass she sent out a mass email. Okay. And it says Panthers, the Republican primary is coming up. Please make sure you're registered to vote so that you may go vote. And then in quotes, she has in this email, 
If Texas educators do not come together and vote on the candidate that will support public schools, we are in trouble. We cannot wait. Billions of money sitting there holding us hostage for vouchers. Districts adopting deficit budgets across the state while politics are played. From Brian Bowman, superintendent of schools, Dieball, Texas. And then it goes on to say, her email does, the Texas legislature has not increased the public school allotment per student since 2019, even with inflation going up. No school in Texas, including Denton ISD, will not be able to provide raises next year if legislation doesn't change. And then she puts on here, we need to do our part for our Texas public schools. Here's a list of all candidates and whether or not they support or don't support public school education. And then it's highlighted down here. It says February 21st and 26th and more if needed. We will provide coverage for all Bowman employees to go and vote in the Texas Republican primary, which means that they will pay for them a day off to go vote, I guess. Our school is 100% of Bowman employees voting because it is that important. Below is a sign-up. Please choose the time that works for you. We have allotted 30 minutes and a map of the UNT Gateway Center voting location below. This voting location is closest in proximity to Borman and should allow the completion during the 30-minute window. If you do not need coverage or if you are going on your own time, please do not use the sign-up below. Thank you. So that letter right there shows us and what we've been talking about, the the act of this judges. This shows us the importance of the three candidates that we endorse because what happened as we know, the judge changed the the ruling that the attorney general could not prosecute voter fraud. So instead, he announces that he's going to sue the school district. So he's taking them. He can't take them criminal. He's going to take them civil. Yeah. Way to go, Ken Paxton. He has announced that he is suing Denton ISD because of the illegal election activity conducted by at least two administrators. And from what I read, it's this husband and wife team. It's Mr. and Mrs. Lujan. Yeah. That's why I read the email because I wanted to remind you that Mrs. Lujan sent out the email and Mr. Lujan is helping. I still want to understand where the Brian Bowman comment came from because that had to have been a pretty big impactful thing for her to have read, to have heard to have included it in her own email. Yes. And as I, as I said yesterday, we had, we had the solar flares, you know, that... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, yeah, that's yeah. Just I tried crazy. to call and I couldn't get a I couldn't get a reply from them. Yeah, so we haven't received any reply on what's going on, nor a statement. Um, I've been waiting for a statement to come out, also. So we're we're going to still work on that, and maybe we'll have something by next week. I really hope so, because this is very upsetting, and and I'm pretty sure our Texas Attorney General uh, Paxton is on top of it the best that he can. This is the reason why we really need you to go out and vote for court of criminal appeal judges lee finley gina parker and david shink those are the three judges that we really need uh, to vote in all righty then so what we're going to do is tell you that on monday's show we are going to talk about project 2025 stephen miller and the heritage foundation Yep, so we're all excited about next week because it's got a lot of information. The reason why we're telling you ahead of time because we're going to be studying this all weekend so that we can bring you good 
good content on that because this project 2025 is very important for President Trump's next administration. You know, and they're looking for you. They're looking for you to work in Trump's administration. So it's going to be really exciting. Is this thing working? Rise up. Well, hey, everybody, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. And I hope you've enjoyed the show. Hope you've learned some things about what's going on around us in the nation and in your communities. You know, we couldn't do this without your continued support either. We appreciate all of you showing up, taking the time to listen to us today. So please, like I say, make sure to hit the like button, share our show with all your friends. We'll see you next time on Is This Thing Working? And as always, I'm James, and that's my lovely co-host over there. Denise. And we'll see you next time. We're out.